And here we are. Cheers. Well, cheers to you. Let the journey begin. Well, it's cheers in the beginning. Not too many people cheers in the beginning. It's a start off. I'd say even a kickoff. Uh, folks, welcome to another episode of Don't Forget the Coffee. Don't Forget the Coffee. Uh, in this case, don't forget the beer. That's what I mean, we're drinking here. I mean, pardon us if we were at a loss of words right now. We are actually, uh, I mean, Dagger, paint us a picture. I mean, wh- what do we see? What do we hear? Where uh, are we? I wish I had the skills and the talent of a Monet. Oh, there I'm, it is. I'm over here in a uh, perfectly lit bar, not too light, not too dark. Uh, it's Cuban. It's called Versailles over here in beautiful Clover City. And, man, the people are jolly, not too crowded, not too vacant. Actually, it, 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 we could use less people in here. Yeah, yeah. But, um, it, that's what we're bringing here is the chatter in the background. That's what you hear. And we just put in an order for some empanadas. Empanadas are on the way. Beef and chicken. Beef Double and chicken, you. yes. A it's, a very, it's a very festive mood here. It is. There are smiles from ear to ear. Uh, and everyone's kind of just doing their own thing, as you said. It's, uh, it's very spawn. And as we can see in direct eyesight, going back to even past episodes, this is the almighty uh, Heineken Supreme Golden Draft Tap. Yes, our mascot. Yes. Heineken. Yeah, it's right there. Never leave home without it, huh? <laughs> Not at all. Cuba, what do you know about Cuba? Not much, but I think it's something where I do want to visit. I mean, what, we just had the uh, the big, I guess, get out of jail or go free or, I mean, I guess, go visit Cuba card? Yeah, they yeah, opened up the gates, right? Yeah, I mean, that was uh, referred to poorly on my part, but uh, yeah, I guess we can go in now, right? Or they can come out. And it was a success of uh, our previous president. And uh, let's see. So, yeah, but what do you know about it? Like, I mean, do you know that the, it's safe? Is it safe? I don't know in that regards. I do know, and what always stands out with me with Cuba is there's always some badass cars going down the street, like old hot rods and, like, yeah. old, just, like, really stylish cars. Um, that I guess, I mean, what I learned is like, they don't have much import coming in. Um, so a lot of the stuff that's there is really kept in, in precision and, and, and pristine. Uh Cars, especially, I've always I've always envisioned that with Cuba. Well, they've had to be pretty creative because they don't have any imports, right? Like you yeah. said, and I heard that the food there is worse than it is here. And by that, I mean the Cuban food over there is not as good as it is over here, just because they can't get all the small stuff that they used to get back in the day. And that's weird. It's almost the concept too, where it's I'm just going to better it in a different area but wouldn't it be taking away from it but i mean i'm willing to try the food that i've had here i mean i just gloat about it all the time yeah this is now my uh my third sitting of this fine establishment and and, and just thrilled that we can uh, really accomplish the the podcast dream here well this is true cuban food right even though we haven't had any we just know in our hearts <laughs> everything we eat here is true cuban food yeah and it is funny that the origin isn't as good as the uh, destination right and Something somewhat related is the English language. I always thought about how California technically has the right accent, right? Yeah, it, it is true. I mean, there I is no accent, right? It's just it's what English should be. The way Californians talk. I mean, I'm talking to you. You're an East Coaster. You still got some accent. I it's know. A- I know. I know what you're referring to. Um, it is weird. It is weird where it's like a very proper. It's a very, uh, I guess, clean talking compared to other parts of this country 
Um, but LA is still a very transient city to where you still see things popping up, myself included, um, to an extent uh, of accents or I guess dialect uh, in that regard, which is fascinating too. Very diverse. It is. It is diverse. But I mean, it, it went from England, right, which is where English started. Sure. We'll and then it, it went all around the world. And then it came to what? Like Plymouth South, Rock? South Philly area. Some, something <laughs> around there, right? That's where it started in America. We kicked it around the courts. <laughs> it bounced around, blazed some trails, finally got to California. Then you had to add like 50 years of just being in California. Then people yeah. started talking like Californians. Sure, sure. So it's interesting that where it, did, it ended up this way. Where did, where did, when did slang happen? When, when, when was, the, was the, the bang of slang, you know? Slang's been around forever, I believe. But what slang you were referring to is what? Like a... Like a inside, like the in, inside jokes slang? between friends or even just that like abbreviation of saying things. Or just, I don't know. I'm not saying shortcuts to words, but it's just, just slang, you know? It's, it's been different in different areas, I guess you can say, but it still kind of generalizes one thing that people do. Well, cavemen have been doing that, right? They had grunts as slang and... Truth. Even uh, monkeys have that stuff. So it's like grunts are the hier- uh, the shortcuts for hieroglyphics or something. That's or right. Slang. <laughs> grunts and uh, grunts and points. Now it's the evolution of language, man. It's a big deal. It's a wild one. It's a big deal. And look where we become now. It's where we become a society that doesn't even talk to anyone. We're well, just on our phones and devices. <laughs> it's the death of language, right? True. It, is it come full circle at that point? It does, but I feel like this podcast, in particular celebrates language and tries to keep it tries to keep it around we're like the torchbearers 45 minutes at a time baby 45 (laughs) hard minutes at a time we're grinding out that english language this is foolproof of it here folks that's right we just keep talking uh we'll throw in a couple interesting words so so every plate and every moment this person's walked by me just had a plate of something fantastic in it uh i just saw a dessert tray go by with nice red velvet cake in the middle of it. Red is that velvet? Cuban? Is that Cuban? I don't I, think I'm so. Saying. I mean, so it's, it, this may be a free-for-all here. I don't know. This might be a phony place. <laughs> this may not be Cuban at, at all. It's like, can you go behind the kitchen? It's in the back, and it's just like different tables of different cuisine. Now, plantains, on the other hand, are one of my favorite, favorite desserts. And here they come. And here we go. Ooh, We're live. Those look tasty. We have the potato balls, you say, just hitting uh, hitting the bar it's now. Like, well, I said, it, I, I said it wrong. Those are... Empanadas. Empanadas are here hitting us. This is the chicken? Looks like beef. We'll take beef on that. So we're putting the Can left you tell out. looking on the surface? Yeah. Okay, let's flip it over here. The flip. Oh, we're deciding if this is, this is chicken, chicken right? or beef for empanadas here. I mean, they both look phenomenal. I'll put my fork through, but I want you to take a wild guess, you know. <laughs> This is dealer's choice. Beef and chicken. So you're saying beef chicken. So you're saying beef is on your right. Okay. Thank you. Moment of truth here. I don't know. I don't want to prove them wrong. I want to. I want to be contrarian here. I'm going the right. I'm saying beef is on the right. Okay. Should we bite into it at the same time? Sure. Uh, alternating ones. So you're gonna grab what he thought was beef, and I'm gonna grab. Thank you. What he thought. As was you chicken. drop off uh, force. Oh, here we go. The flip. One last look. Look over. He, he's doubling down on the beef. What he's, was your name, sir? <laughs> Moses. Moses. Moses here is trying to figure out. Moses is oh, doubling sure. down on the beef. Oh, that's he it. He is so he sure this is it. beef. Okay. 
All right. It is. Okay. It's, not even, <laughs> it's a fact. And top it to you to boot as well. Wow, this, this could be a whole thing. Well, I mean, moment of truth here. Dagger, I insist. Um, I guess I got to, right? Yeah, for the masses, please. After all this talk. So he's picking it up here. We're looking through. This is on uh, the right front. Moses saying this should be beef. In hands. And you can hear yourself that hearty bite out of it. And the verdict is dagger, dagger. That's beef. That's beef. Moses double down stamped it. 100% tenderloin beef. He, he emphatically stood by that, which I, I respect. This is a moment where this mid 20% tip may come involved. Hell, this guy's getting 25. <laughs> a man that double downs on his, on his uh, empanadas. Absolutely. You're in the 20%. It did take him a while, though. Oh, he's gone. It did take him a while. <laughs> that is true. It would be contrarian to our, uh, to our point of fast service. Yeah. But, man, look at these. This is a great spread. I'm going to take a picture of this just so I can and, remember. And the top of two to boot, too. A nice flavoring. Now, what do we have with these potato balls here? This is, this is new to me. Oh, you've never had? I've never had. Oh, this is this fascinating is new to stuff. So it's basically... Um, Deep-fried potato mm-hmm. with beef on the inside. Mm. But, like, mashed potato, I'm talking about. So another spud with a, with a beef. So there's beef inside, as you said. There's an, yes, beef, wow. yeah. A lot of beef and Cuban stuff. And it looks like it's, like, lightly fried, too, which is nice. Um, a nice uh, little yeah, glaze to yeah, it. it's a light little batter on the outside. Mm. What a treat. Sorry, uh, listeners, I had to take a break there. It'll be worth it. We promise. Podcaster's privilege. We were talking about um, uh, the the artwork you've been doing as far as every episode and stuff and providing the pictures, which has been absolutely uh, whimsical and and candid. Um, Trying to keep it loose. uh, Trying to take photos more. I know we're not a group of girls, so it's hard to do that, right? It's true. It's hard to be that guy that pulls out the camera. That's that's a great point, and I want to actually hash this out for a little bit. What is your stance on the photo to a guy because hey, we've all been there hey take a picture of this or that where where's your line of like you know what i'm just i'm out i'm not i'm not gonna take a picture i don't want to be that guy with the phone uh i would say most of the time the only reason why i do take a picture because i feel so compelled that i don't care what the hell anybody thinks especially sure. my friend or friends that don't like people who do that and that's noble yeah, that's a noble feat. And I don't hate you for hating on me when sure. I pull out that camera. But God damn it, I'm going to take a picture of that damn thing right there because I want to remember it and I want to share it. Hell, and you know what's funny is like I think that very seldomly, right? Mm. But girls think that all the time. Like all the time. So are they just like living life better? Is, is like everything much more meaningful to them where they feel like they have to take a picture of everything? And I know it feels like it's insignificant, and a lot of the pictures are of food and them doing the same poses with the grins and the Instagrams sure. and the God knows what. You always notice the gravity's lower, too, because everyone's kneeling. Everyone's yes, got everyone's kneeling, kneeling or, or crouched. Yeah, or uh, lifting up a heel. There's always know. that gravity uh, issue with, with the pictures, There's coincidentally. So, so many tricks, you know, so many tricks. But at the end of the day, you can't really hate on anybody, right? No. Everybody's got a reason for what they're doing. To each his own. To each his own. Wow. Please, Nick, go for it. Can you I am. take a bite of the allegedly chicken empanada? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're going we're gonna to confirm this. Kay. You know what? I'm going I'm to hand it as well. Uh, as courtesy of the table. So as here we go. Nick grabs the empanada, takes the corner, puts it in his mouth, rolls his eyes back. Oh. 
Oh, he shakes. He shakes in approval. Now, Nick, can you confirm that it is, in fact, El Pollo? As I clean up the little mess here on the counter, um, I can confirm uh, that Moses was correct. And that is a, a fantastic chicken empanada. Organic chicken? Hey, I'm, I draw the line on that. We don't ask questions. <laughs> yeah. Don't ask questions. We've come this far. Maybe farm-raised. Who knows? It's funny how organic doesn't exist outside of America. It, it's only an American invention. Yeah, and it's funny, like, as of late, too. I mean, like, when we were, like, really, really growing up, I mean, when we were younger and stuff, not that date us by any means, but were we really focused on organic this, organic that? I mean, we always try to be conscious of, you know, what we eat. I was the kid who grew up with, you know, the vegetable lunches and stuff like that, but... I mean, this whole organic scene now, I mean, hell, it, it, it runs the, the world at this point, or at least the country, rather. It runs the country, but, like, what I'm saying is that no other country, or most other countries, don't add to their food. Like, they don't steroid the shit out of their animals and do oh, other sure. things that are required for large populations. Well, I guess, that I, was, I guess that's what I was alluding to, towards is, like, why the fascination and why is it so pivotal and, 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 and important for us here? Well, I mean, like... When you think about it, you're not supposed to drug up what you eat, right? No way. It doesn't seem like it's natural. Yeah. So, yeah, like, you eat chicken anywhere else, it tastes so freaking amazing. You know, yeah. even better than our organic shit here. But it's just funny how, like, you're not going to even hear the word organic anywhere else <laughs> outside of America. It's not on any packaging. Uh, there's no, I mean, there's hardly any, oh, I was going to say there's hardly any vegans, but God, there's plenty of those, right? Yeah. In, in India. Yeah. Right? I mean, where are we, huh? I don't know shit. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I thought I was going to go on some rant, but it's all right on its place. We'll it. And one step closer, we'll just ban organics everywhere. <laughs> We're going back to process, folks. Oh, man. There's nothing better than a non-organic cheeseburger, right? You know what? It's just sometimes you just, you do. You know, you have to indulge. It's, it's all about balance, I say. Yeah. You know, it really is. Life is walking that, that balance. Um, and tonight, I say we just dived into gluttony because the feast that I see in front of us is just uh, remarkable. The atmosphere, too. I mean, we're still here. Very kind, kind people over here. Got a nice Thursday night football game on, so we got the whole atmosphere as well. Oh, yeah, the football. The Jets and who? And the Browns. And the Browns. The Browns haven't won since December 24th in 2016. Isn't that nuts? Throw them a bone, huh? Wasn't their first game a tie? Their, or was that their somebody sec- else? Their second game was a tie. Second game. That's hilarious that you could still tie an NFL. I mean, how it happens very seldom. And still, very true. And and the funny part of it, too, is they're still technically winless. <laughs> because That's of it. true, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, it doesn't come, count as a win. You literally just, like, it came as close as you can be to a win without getting it. In a lot of ways, a tie is more impressive than a win, right? I, I, I've been on record in saying that this will probably help them in playoff scenarios. The experience or the tie itself? The actual tie itself. Oh, why, why wouldn't a win be better? Well, I mean, a win would ultimately be better, but it's better than a loss. Of course. The tie. Yeah, yeah, of course. The loss is, is, the, da- is, is, is the dagger to the heart, no pun intended. Mm-hmm. You know? um, that's the end all be all. But the tie gives you that shot. I don't think there should be ties. Why do ties exist in sports? There's always ways you can break the tie in a fast way. A lot of places have gotten rid of the tie, the NHL included. They said, no tie. We're going to get this to an overtime, and you guys go for it. If it can't, we'll go to shootout. And it's fantastic. I love it. Yeah. It's, I mean, the shootout the, always pretty much uh, settles it, right? There will be a winner. Oh. And no matter how long it takes, there, there will be a winner, which I appreciate because it was the same sentiment. Everyone's like, why are we tying? How many points are this? And 
for me as an a avid hockey fan, and hockey is just around the corner in a matter of uh, days, um, yeah, long live the shootout. I mean, basketball, you just got overtimes, right? Yes. And soccer, you have an overtime. The golden and then goal. You, and then you have, the, yeah, you have the golden goal, and then you have a shootout, depending on what type of game it is. Yeah. So you just got to settle the score. You can't just walk away with the tie. You can't have both teams walk away with the tie. What's the most, what's the most exciting overtime in all the sports? What's the one that get really like, oh, my God, like this game's overtime or this sport's overtime is just bar none compared to anything else? Like what's the most suspenseful, I guess, is a better question. Uh, I think the, the golden goal ones, yeah. like hockey and, uh, and football, soccer, I mean. I agree. Are, are the most edge-of-your-seat overtimes, just because it could be finished just like that I'd at be any bi- time. I'd be biased in saying it for hockey, of course, but I agree with soccer, man. Since seeing that World Cup this year, too, and just seeing how like just rowdy people get, and now watching, like, I guess, Premier League stuff, seldomly, it's pretty wild like how, how crazy people go. I mean, even with football here, as we're seeing here, just stadiums and arenas, and, and, and heck, and here in L.A., the Coliseum filled up to fanatical, you know? The golden goal. The golden goal. Do you have a golden goal moment, Dagger? Oh. Do you have a Do you have a, a memory in sports related? I mean, we remember Trevor uh, in Tahoe having the, having the shot. Trevor Wallace now has a shot. That was a golden goal moment for mm-hmm. Trevor. Yeah, no, that was that was great. I, you know what? Uh, I don't like to talk about myself, but I do like to talk about myself. In high school, freshman year, used to be on a freshman basketball team. Yeah, with uh, our comrades Damien and Kyle and JP and a whole gang of people, and uh, we had these rivals, Roland High School. Wow, Roland hated these guys. Was it like when you guys played each other? That was the week. Like that, the, everyone got pumped, and it was that exactly. was the game. There was more than ten people in the stands. Roland, um, you know, everybody brought their A game. Of course, of course. And uh, we were going tit for tat for league. And anyway, they came to the South Hills gym. Thinking they could just come and conquer. And they almost did, mm. to be honest. And uh, we, we got towards the end of the game. Damien, uh, we had one play. It was, I think they were up by one. Damien had it from full court. Had to take it out on the opposite end. And we had Thank about Moses. five and a half seconds to score a basket in order to not go into OT. And so he throws... Uh, what looks like a Brady pass across the court. Over I shoulder. <laughs> I catch it on the three-point line from the other side, and instantly I just do some spin, and then I drive, and then I lay it up in some really weird way. I don't even know how I did it today. You kiss off the glass. And it bounced, boop, 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 and it just fell in right at the buzzer. Everybody goes nuts. Cut screen to the scoreboard. I scoreboard. <laughs> the buzzer, the zeros, like in every movie. <laughs> I do about three Jordan pumps to the crowd. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I feel like I'm on cloud nine. Damien comes over, gel son of a bitch, comes and starts punching me in the stomach saying, that should have been my moment. That was, that was, <laughs> that was me. <laughs> Yet nobody oh, remembers see. the past, Damien. It was me. That was the only game winner anybody had in high school. So did you go back to the locker room? You had your Jordan moment. You were just crying with the trophy and just, I mean, 
It's, it's great. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, we went and we had Del Taco that night, and I Gosh. walked off, and I went to bed. That was <laughs> equivalent to what you were saying. Talk, yeah, talk about a day, huh? Yeah. You just shut the, shut the shades from there. <laughs> Freshman year, man, when the, the pleasures were simple. And the relationships were complicated. Speaking of fresh, yeah, I just had myself a nice fresh Heineken here by Moses. Um, fantastic service here at Versailles. The oh, Heinekens man. are staying crisp. They are. They're just the right temp, actually. I have to see these uh, these potato balls now. I mean, all right. We've been to the empanada. We've we've established the beef and chicken here. Let's 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 keep the uh, audience less from waiting. I'm gonna go ahead and cut this right down. Sure, the middle. sure. Let me offer some assistance. So we get a here. good visual. Of the, oh wow! So he's like opening it up, and almost looks like it's a, almost like a mozzarella stick in a in a circle. Wow. There we go. Beef inside too. A little beef. It's uh, it's delicious. It's like a po' boy, basically. It is a form of a po' boy. Oh my god, I haven't had a po' boy right? in a very long time. Right? Is that what a po' boy looks like? I thought it was just it's, bread with some catfish in it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's around that. It's around that kind of. <laughs> Neighborhood, it's not, you know, it's yeah, it's that, it's that genre sandwich of sorts. <laughs> You'll do. All right, let's go ahead. And sure, let's do this sure. together. Yeah, bon appetito. Bon appetit. Potato ball incoming. Mm. Yeah, that, I mean that's phenomenal. That's something where I'm, I'm going to take the next bite with some tapatio. That's why he gave it to us. It's right next to he him. He knew. I'm telling you, he's just flying above that 20% range. Yeah. He's, he's hovering close. He's, he's, hovering, he's hovering above 20%. Is there any chance in hell you'll give him 10%? It has to be catastrophic. Yeah. <laughs> it has to be something really catastrophic. He has to have taken our podcast setup and slammed it against the wall. By then, I'd give him probably 14% still. I'm, I'm visualizing the scene in Animal House where he takes the guitar and just smashes it on the wall. It's like it would have to be in that realm where it's like, okay, like, dude, right. you're getting 10%. All right, bro. <laughs> and then he pours out the beer. Then he's, then he's right, out. 15. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you. These are very good. Hey, Moses, thank you. I'll try this tapatio. You know what? Mm. Mm. I... I try and stay away from the spicy stuff. Really? Just because it kind of flares up in other areas of your life. Of course. And by life, I mean body. And by body, I mean butthole. But Always have a warning with hot snakes, mind you. It's, it's worth it, though, right? You Most know what, of the time. You know what, Dagger? I, I will tell you, my Achilles heel is spice. I put hot sauce on everything. Any, any combination of anything I could find hot sauce to use for, I will do it. Even when it doesn't make sense, I'll just dabble. Now, can you tell me of like a moment... Or an example that will gross the listeners now. You put it on bananas or something. Something no, crazy not, like that. Not, not bananas. I mean, I shouldn't alarm the listeners, but it's something where I should maybe inform the listeners. I finally comment on salads sometimes, or hot, some hot sauce on salads. I've seen that. Um, a lot on pizza. Pasta. I mean, you're basically breads, you know? Breads, right. I always accompany that with breads. Something that can soak it up. Yeah. Um, I mean, I always like to add the heat, either with the, the sauce or the hot pepper itself. You know, pepperoncinis, uh, bell peppers. Something with a kick. Exactly. That one little less tick, you know? Now, you ever put hot sauce in your drink, like in a water, like hot sauce water? You know those drinks that have fruits diffused inside the water? You I've heard, but I've sauce? never done that, but I've done hot sauce with soup. 
Oh, I've done that. That's, that's good stuff. Like uh, chicken tortilla soup. Oh, yeah. Hot sauce in there. Or like New England clam chowder or like a chili or, or something like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I did the other day? I Tell made, me. I made some tilapia at my house. Okay. And I pulled out of the cupboard, and you're going to love this, some Old Bay. Wow, there you go. Never there had it before. Go, Never had it before. I just I, got it from the tell market. The Initial thoughts, your theory. I mean, how'd it go? Well, speaking of kicks, okay. Old Bay does have a little kick to it. Mm-hmm. But I was a little apprehensive in the beginning because it says it's good on everything. Lobster, chicken, beef. I mean, like, what is this? The secret sauce? What is this, like, the, the magic potion? Yeah. Ed's so, secret sauce from Good Burger. I put it on the tilapia, came out of the oven. It was delicious. I had it in some tacos. I was very excited about it. And tacos. And now I just want to put it on everything. I should have brought it here and put it on everything. Pinatas. <laughs> just cover the table. <laughs> Sir, do you mind? Some old bay. We're just going to douse. Actually, we're going to put on your fan tops and just spray it around <laughs> the air. Everyone, everyone's going to get a taste of this. Right? In the AC system. Uh, it's, like, it's like you can't have your day without it, you know. And it's honestly, for some people, myself included, it's actually an addiction, that old bay. It's, addiction? Uh, it's, it's, it's really useful for everything. What do you like other than eating it? Oh, I mean, please. Uh, in, in eating regards, uh, but I would say as far as the addiction, where it's like, okay, I'm gonna. That's gonna be a first and foremost uh, as far as like the spice I'll lead with. That I mean, and that and tapatio is a very close second. You ever apply it topically to any uh, deficiencies on your skin? Uh, I can't say I have. It might work. I don't know. I haven't done that. I've never. I've never seen the urge to, or had the deficiency. The deficiency, rather, to to have it, but. Um, Always up to get down, right? You do have perfect skin and toes. And perfect feet. And feet, yeah, yeah, yeah. Picked, mind you. <laughs> I hope you noticed my sword that I came in today on my pinky. <laughs> <laughs> I think you, you sliced me on the way in. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. People, I mean, these, like Trevor. Trevor swears by Old Bay. I think he puts it on everything. Everything that he cooks at his house, he puts Old Bay on it's it's another like I said. It's a very just useful. It's almost the utility belt of of spices. Well, it's just handy, you know. You can you can put it on your eggs. You can put it on your pizza. You can eggs. put it on your fries. Eggs oh, eggs especially. Good. Oh, eggs especially. I'm gonna do that next time. Oh yeah. Put it on eggs. See, they don't advertise that on the package, but I should. I did it as late as last night. <laughs> I did really? it as late as last. I had last night. I had. I came home from the gym. It was great. A nice meal. I did grilled chicken and some eggs. Oh, perfect. On top of that, I did some just Old Bay on top of it, a little tapatio on the side, and a little bit of dab of ranch as well. Do and you put it post-cook or oh, yeah, so while cook, you're cooking? I cooked, everything, I cooked everything itself, the eggs, the chicken first, then the eggs. I mean, I guess I saw the riddle there, right? Chicken came before the egg. Hey! <laughs> but, uh, heard it here. Shameless pun. But uh, from there, yeah, just douse it with, uh, with regular spices, which led to it as well. It's just, I have to have that kick, man. You do. You might be an addict. In spices, yes. Hi, I'm Nick. But it's funny, like Trevor, when he came from the East Coast, he was like an East Coast guy. Like, oh, he bought in. He bought in. As I'm buying in now. As as it, as you're buying in now. But I'm like, buying in now. Trevor literally had the accent. He was eating the, the, the shit. He got it. He was talking about cheesesteaks all the time. He got it. He brought like two containers of Old Bay mm-hmm. with him in the luggage. He was an Eagles fan. I mean, like, he went, like, all across the board. And, you know, a part of me feels like he is an East Coast guy. He paid his dues. He paid his dues. He's got the beard. He looked we like love he, him. He could be, like, a longshoreman. I could see that. I could see him doing that. 
Nice and cup you, of coffee. You have, uh, you, I mean, for what it's worth, you have some slack yourself there. I mean, uh, you on record literally have uh, journeyed through the coldest day of New York City in my recent memory. Was that uh, the coldest day? For me, honestly, that was literally like, wow, what is really going on with this city in this world that nope. it's this cold, possibly. And you and Talia gracefully, bravely, and just triumphantly powered through. You know, we enjoyed it, but... Like, I heard it gets below zero there. So. Sure, sure. And that was probably, like, what, 40 degrees that we were in? Oh, no, you were in, like, the you were like in the 10s, man. No way. You were in the 10s. No, tens. we were not in the 10s. You were in the 10s. We were not in the 10s. I'll pull up the weather history. We were not in show the 10s. Show me the dossier. <laughs> no, 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 there's no way. I'm pretty sure it was, like, the low 40s. It was like that, uh, it was like that like one, like, Arctic blast that the Northeast had. And you guys, I mean, tell me a little more your your itinerary. I mean, you guys, Rucker Park, mind you, you blasted through. That's an outdoor event. Uh, I mean, you're you're pretty active for a pretty particular storm. Well, that's the funny. Like we did a lot of walking, right? So yeah. stuff you're not supposed to do in the cold. Um, but yeah, we did Rucker Park. That shit was funny. I was expecting when I went there, Kevin to see Durant, Kevin Durant, <laughs> Vince Carter, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, everybody balling up over there with a big crowd of kids and. And an MC calling all the shots and everything. Do you ever get in that like YouTube wormhole of like Dwayne Wade shows up to Rucker Park, drops seventy five? Like, I mean, there's not like honestly a better video than like Kevin Durant showing up and dropping ninety. Yeah, that's the like, most notable <laughs> one, I believe. But yeah, every anybody who's anybody in the NBA has gone to the Rucker mm-hmm. and performed and got street cred just because they did. So. So as being, you know, I mean, I guess the taboo's off. I've been here for more than a year now. But, you know, uh, with L.A., tell me more about, like, that. Like, does L.A. have that kind of park, like a Rucker Park or, like, a, um, its own monumental? Like, I mean, because basketball is massive out here. I mean, this is a major market for the NBA. So, I mean, is there that kind of park out here? Uh, not that I know of, honestly. You'd think there would or be. Court, but you know? Maybe I'm just not that connected. Well, sure. That. Well, that just means we could just make one for our own then. That's right. That's true. I mean, we got staples, right? But that's not a park by any means. <laughs> uh, but as far as like a, an outdoor basketball court. It's a circus court nowadays, that to all honest the, with you. Well, yeah. All the greats go to? No. I can't think of any. <laughs> Ever hear of them? LA's not that cool. Not as cool as, uh, as the Rucker over there. Yeah, so anyway, it, it was disappointing. I went there and there was nobody there. It was just, it was blank. And it was a Saturday morning. No, you're telling me none of these kids are out there balling on the, the, the probably the greatest basketball court of all time. None of these kids are out there in the morning practicing. I think they're more just like saying, hey, screw it, we'll go in the spring. No. <laughs> it's like 10 degrees, man. No. Like, I'm out. Dude, it wasn't even that cold. Dude, Larry Bird used to bounce the ball in the snow. Larry Bird doing just oh Christ airs and slam dunks. Dude, true ballers don't care how cold it is outside. So these kids, they're not even out there. It was like 9.30 a.m., okay? I'll, gi- I'll give them that. It was yeah. 9.30 a.m., but s- come on. Out of everybody in New York, nobody was out there on the Rucker. Rucker was wide open, huh? It was wide open. So what did you do? Did, did you take a shot? Did you do a layup? Like, like what did you do? Just dribble a bit? I just ran up and down the court. Oh, yeah. I didn't have a ball on me. I ran up and down the court, made some layups, and I made Talia cheer for me. Diggers! Yes. With the crossover, oh. hot sauce, ah, hot da. sauce, the doctor. <laughs> so she's just yelling there. I'm running up and down the court doing God knows what. That was my experience. Fun in a way, but also disappointing, man. It's an epidemic. 
kids aren't playing ball in the morning anymore. Or at all, rather. Sure. I mean, think about how many times we went to Laguna Beach. Uh, recently, we've been, did. We've been to Newport. I mean, these courts probably seven or eight years ago used to be packed. Like, you used to have to wait for games. Yeah. Which, now, now you're lucky to find anybody out the court to play with. Which, which I don't mind. As past episodes have shown that my, uh, you know, basketball prowess is, is, you know, not the greatest. But still, you have a great point there where it's just like there's just no competition. Although, I think when we do go to Venice, um, there is a lot of fun there that you can get yourself in a really good game. But to your point, the Newports, Lagunas, anywhere else really, it's just kind of like, okay, who's around? Who can you find a game with? I'm telling you, it's worldwide, Nick. It's not. I've already had a <laughs> this sufficient is an sample size to assume the rest of the world is like this. So is your so is your golden goal moment to kind of wrap the, to kind of full circle it? Is your golden goal moment at Rucker Park a layup or a three point shot where the whole bleachers clear out? A layup, slam dunk, or a three pointer where the whole bleachers clear out and just like toss you around and an oh shit moment basically. Oh, it's a bang on top of the biggest, baddest motherfucker <laughs> on the court. And you, it's and a you nut sack sh- in his face, dunk, honey dip. That's, a, that's what I would do. And you, and you rookie your shack on Orlando, just taking the rim take down. down the whole rim. <laughs> just taking the whole thing down, just, huh? Just flex. Oh, great. Flex these uh, eight-inch diameter pythons. I'm, I'm going to cross between. I'm going to cross between a a three-point buzzer beater, a shot, mind you. I want my own shot. Or, like you said, just a posterizing dunk that'll just shatter and just have flares go off, you know? I mean, what's going to blow up on World Star? It's not a three-point. It's a dunk, We're in a dunk society. We're definitely in a dunk society. Yeah. I mean, everything's got to be extreme in this society to even blow up. It's crazy. I mean, Joel Embiid spending his offseason walking the streets of South Philadelphia just dunking on civilians, which we love. It's great. I watched every single one of those videos. I also saw him bicycle kicking, like, wherever the hell he was. <laughs> those are, like, the athletes, man. Like, those are, like, some guys that are, like, in the realm of sports. I'm not even just saying particular sports, like, in general. It's, like, it's the realm of sports. But they're just freak athletes. You know, it's just those superstar, the LeBrons, you know. Right. Right, just crazy, crazy good athletes. Gordon Hayward, right? <laughs> freak athlete, right? Why did you laugh? Uh, he's 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 a great he's a great player. I, I just want to know why you chuckled when I said Gordon Hayward because he's I mean, a world class athlete. Of course, of course. I mean, great great for Gordon. You know, we we want him to get better and stuff like that. But it's a matter of like, I mean, I mentioned LeBron. You write the Hayward. Like, is that's that's exactly what you're. That's, I mean, that was your that was your initial reaction. We're talking about freak athletes, right? Sure. But yeah. that was but Gordon Hayward was your, was your initial knee jerk reaction after. And not even saying LeBron was the pedestal, but like that caliber, that tier. I mean, LeBron is obviously a, a better athlete than Gordon. My but, point. But I just feel like he chuckled for a different reason. Oh, no, no. It was, it was merely on that fact. It was merely on that fact. But I'm interested to see what you maybe thought. Maybe the injury status? Who knows? I think it had to do about color. But I'm not going to talk about that. No. <laughs> Let the record reflect, right? <laughs> Chris Humphreys. <laughs> Joe Ingles. No. Chris Humphreys. Wow. What yeah. a guy, talk about a guy sabotaged, huh? Is he even? He's not even in the league anymore, is he? <sighs> the last I literally heard of him was the Nets. The Nets? Yeah, when okay. he was on the Nets. That's literally the last I've heard, ever heard of Chris Humphreys. I mean, mark me wrong. He could be relevant. He could be even an all-star this year. Who knows? But the last time I have laid eyes or even heard relevant talk of Chris Humphreys was Brooklyn Nets. And he was affiliated with the Kardashians in a way. Oh yeah, right. yeah. He he got in that school, and it's and it's funny you bring that up too. It's uh, not to get you know more modern topics, but hey, let's go for it. Natalie and I brought up a great conversation today, where it's like it's kind of like a 
a whirlwind in there, huh? Like we talked about, you know, Chris or Caitlyn Jenner now is what we talked about. It's like that's kind of like a it's a whirlpool. That's a guy that was on a Wheaties box to that pool as well. To where it's like, is it almost like a draining kind of feature, you know? Oh yeah, like everything that touches that family just goes <laughs> that's down. What I'm saying. Shit. I mean, I'm just hoping I was the only one like realizing that. I was like, there's, there's something going on there. There's no. something in the water there in Calabasas. No, you're not alone in thinking that. Every single guy has either gone crazy, or has went to jail, or done like had a, a public meltdown. I mean, it's you just go down the list. Every single one. I, I can't wonder- think of one like semi normal guy other than Disick, who isn't really normal, <laughs> but he's my favorite out of all of them. It was like uproar when Ben Simmons was like dating that Kendall, uh, the Kendall Jenner. It was like a huge thing. It was like, get her away! Like oh, she's yeah. gonna ruin. Like he's oh, yeah. trying to work on his jump shot. Say goodbye, <laughs> he needs, Ben. He needs to learn how to free throw this year. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what the hell he's doing. I would, I would write that into his contract. They're out though. They got him out. You heard it here first. They're out. It's oh, good. Are they? He, he got out alive, unscathed. Really? Ben Simmons got out. Consider that a miracle. Yeah. It was, it was a sigh of relief is what we'll say. That's as much a miracle as getting Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid on the same team. <laughs> the tank was full force, my friend. Yeah. That actually works, you know. It works, works, but I'm not proud of it, though. I'll be honest with you. I'm a, I'm a guy of integrity. I, 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 it worked, I will say it, uh, but, again, a man of integrity. You heard it here first. Now, did the Lakers tank? I guess they did, right? Yeah. They had the tank yeah. master, tank they're, commander they're, for they're four or five years. They were in that. They were in that realm too. They were the Sixers, the Lakers, the Rockets at one point. But see, they weren't a playoff team until they acquired the largest asset in the league. I agree, but I think that LeBron came to Lakers with a better team than he left Cleveland. I think there's much more raw talent and young talent on the Lakers than there is in Cleveland, or at least opportunity. Yeah, for I, what it's worth. I, well, that's true. I mean, there's no other superstar on the Lakers like Kevin Love. I know that, but you're saying the team as a whole, right? Uh, agreed. I mean, a lot of raw young talent, like I was saying, uh, specifically Brandon Ingram. I'm really a fan of that guy. Brandon Ingram? Oh yeah, yeah I'm a be, big fan of that else. guy. He's 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 cool to watch. He's fun. Mm. Taking a little food break here, guys. Still Again. here at Versailles on Venice Boulevard, in Culver City. A live podcast of Don't Forget the Coffee. DFC coming to a town near you. Yeah, you're mobile now. Uh, mo- uh, mobile. Going spot to spot. What do you want to tackle next? What can we tackle next? We've, we've done we've done car. I mean, the 405 was blasted at 70 miles an hour. That's true. We did one in the car. We did one here. Did a few in Big Bear. I, I think brought, we're going to do the jam room next, right? The That's jam room should be about. next. Yeah, I think that would be a really good experience to where it's uh, sound-wise. I mean, we may not have the aesthetic of a vibrant uh, party that we're having here at Versailles, but uh, I guess it's its own entity of, of a nice EQ break for us. Uh, yeah, but, think um, about that. Jam room. We can podcast and jam at the same time. Is that possible? Is that even <laughs> play, possible? Play play the instruments as loud as we can with the heads with the headsets on, and and cast through, and then edit. Beautiful. <laughs> a lot of firsts. A lot of firsts here. Don't forget the coffee. All right, we're gonna enjoy this food, guys. Uh, thanks for sticking in. Thanks for hanging. Famous last words. Cheers, Dagger. Cheers. Beginning and the end. <laughs>